0: Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ show. I'm your host DJ Jimenez. How are you guys doing today? Hope you guys are doing well. Uh if you guys are watching this on YouTube, thank you uh for tuning in. I also wanna remind you you guys can catch this podcast on apple podcast spotify and stitcher give it a listen to listen to me on the road while you cook while you go to the gym i can't imagine anybody listening to this podcast in the gym like this i'm not going to get you hype, but if you want to i'll i'll, I'll do a special episode I'll, I'll i'll coach you i'll say some inspirational things but uh no do download the podcast give me a five star that would be awesome uh So, if you guys haven't noticed yet, we're tuning in with a special guest. It's Rosie. Rosie Jimenez, my cat. Yes, I do have a cat. Oh, my God. It makes sense. He has a cat. Unsubscribed. Yeah, that's Rosie. She's sleeping right now because she's tired of hearing my voice, and she's just like, oh, my God, this, this guy. Anyways, that's my cat. I love her. Shut up. I love her more than you guys. Anyways... Alright, so episode two, uh, yeah, first I wanna say sorry, I am a compulsive liar, who knew, I said I was gonna come out with an episode every week, and here I am, like, what, a month later, damn, yeah, no, I'm sorry about that, uh, I just got caught up with dumb stuff, like, I honestly don't have a good excuse, I just, uh, in a way, I didn't feel motivated, but, uh, it's whatever, I'm here now, and hopefully keep the ball rolling. So I got uh, three things I want to talk about. Number one being COVID. Number two, the GameStop hedge fund story, and number three, a little bit of my backstory slash goals. So number one, COVID. What do I want to talk about? COVID. COVID's such a you know kind of hot topic. Is it still a hot topic? I mean, I, I mean it probably is still. I don't know. This world's crazy. But uh, what do I want to say about COVID? Uh, well, first I want to say that, uh, drum roll, please. that probably sounds bad. I had COVID. That sucked. Um, so actually it's one of the reasons why I didn't want to do the show. Uh, I mean, I was quarantined. I was losing my mind. I didn't really have anything to talk about. And I mean, I didn't really want to talk about COVID and have it just be that. But, uh, that's whatever um so yeah i had covid um i will say that i kind of lucked out uh it it didn't scare me uh, now this is where uh it's gonna be so controversial share your own opinions who knew um so i'm again this, this is just my opinion this isn't i'm not an expert in anything i'm just just gonna say my shit so i wasn't scared about covid uh before because like i fall into the category that you know i'm gonna be fine chances are i'm gonna be fine you know i'm 28 years old i'm relatively uh young and i'm healthy if i get covid it's just gonna be a bad flu yes have young people gotten it and 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 died yeah sure and that sucks it's any life young old is tragic but you know stats don't lie uh, older people People and those were secondary health conditions. They're the ones, you know, that are a higher rate of, you know, COVID really hurting them. While you know, young people, not not so much. So I, uh, you know, it's it's just mitigating risk, and we do it every day. We did it before COVID. BC, get it before COVID. Ha ha ha. Don't leave me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, bad joke, but it's it's not the hey DJ show without cringy ass jokes. Anyway, so yeah, I I had COVID. I'm still kind of feeling the effects now. Like I just I can't smell or taste, which fucking sucks. Uh eating has now been like boring. I'm not eating for pleasure. I there's no point in going out or ordering pizza cuz I won't be able to taste it. So, uh so that really sucks. Um yeah, it's whatever. Some people got covid and and was able to get their taste back within like two weeks other reported like months and for me it's already been almost a month and i'm just like man i still don't have it back it it just it truly sucks um but i say i lucked out because uh like i woke up with a fever the day of when i was like oh man i think i have it i woke up with a fever of 100 it sucked uh went back to sleep four hours later I woke up and I didn't have a fever anymore so that was that was really good uh and that was it like I I had a fever for like I said four hours my taste and smell is gone that's it but I didn't I, I didn't have a headache I uh, my body wasn't sore I didn't have shortness of breath like all these other reports that you know some people had I have a cousin who's younger than me he got it before I did. And he had it way worse. His body was sore. He had fevers for a couple of days. So, yeah, no, um, I understand that, you know, it it affects everybody differently. I have another cousin in New York. She got it. Same thing. And she got it uh, during the early stages where we didn't know shit about it. And and it was kind of scary. But, you know, she ended up being fine and all that stuff. But she reported, like, you know, her body was sore and all that bad stuff. So I honestly got lucky uh besides that I wasn't scared that like I was going to die and I've I've always had this attitude before covid the whole oh man what if you die then I die oh well I don't have an opinion anymore I am dead uh so some people some people hate that I have that opinion I don't care uh it's, it's good and bad it's a double edged sword but it's who I am I'm not not gonna change, so I mean i'll I'll change when I have a kid. I don't have a kid. I have rosie though she's she's my daughter, oh my God, he just referred to his cat as his daughter, definitely unsubscribed, unlike but yeah, so uh you know like i wasn't I wasn't too worried um and I didn't want to really tell anybody one, I'm a private person, just in general, even though I have this podcast on you know, just going to let you into, you know, my world, my life, but I'm a private person in, like, I like sharing good news, I'm pretty public about that, when I get good news, I, I like to tell everybody, when I get somewhat bad news, they're just private, the world doesn't need to know, and so, uh, yeah, I got COVID, and I was like, you know, to me, it's not a big deal, to me, me getting it, just me, it's not a big deal, other people, like, if my parents got it, I, uh, you know, it's, it's different. But me getting it, I was like, all right, I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to really tell anybody. And, uh, like, I'm just going to let the people I need to tell, like, my brother who I live with. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell, you know, my mom and dad, just letting them know. Be like, I'm okay. I'm fine. If if for some reason I get worse, you know, I'll let you know. But no reason to freak out. And, yeah, kind of... So a little bit about me and it kind of relates w- with COVID and just in general is that I I have this half joke where I I claim like I have no emotions like well really no negative emotions like I'm pretty in control and like sometimes I I'll, I'll poke fun when when people freak out and I'm calm and you know everybody's freaking out around me and I'm just like hmm, whatever And, but here's like, kind of like my rule of thumb. If, if I tell you I have COVID or any other like disease, hopefully, you know, I don't get some terminally ill disease, but if, if I'm calm, when I tell you like, oh, Hey, I got COVID you're like, oh, you're calm. All right, cool. You know, then it's not a big deal. There's nothing you can change. I don't have a time machine. All right. So you shouldn't freak out. If I'm not freaking out, you shouldn't freak out. That's it. That's really all I want to say. Uh, I do have to throw like one slight criticism, and well, not really criticism, just like I, I, just I, my two cents into this. Uh, to some of you people, um, I, I have, I definitely have some friends like this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say who they are. They're gonna know when I say this, and this is not to rip on it it's just like hey you know kind of reflect a little bit um so everybody has their own opinion everybody thinks they're right everybody thinks they they know better for somebody else like oh I I know what's best for you kind of attitude um you don't anyways so like with COVID I, I find it there's like a split even And I'm not even talking about, like, the the pro-mask versus the anti-mask. I'm not even talking about that. That's too easy. I'm talking about people, like, basically in the pro-mask. Now, I'm not pro-mask, and I'm not anti-mask. I'm just, if I got to go into Walmart to pick up some food, and I have to wear a mask for, like, just five minutes while I go get my food, I'm going to suck up those five minutes. It's, it's, It's not a big deal. It's annoying, but it's not a big deal. Um... And, you know, some people are already split like that. It's like, oh, man, you're you're going to Walmart even though you're wearing a mask. No, you should have your groceries delivered. And and this is where my two cents in. Listen, if you want to have your groceries delivered, that's fine. Like you're allowed to do that. It's not illegal. Uh, if, you know, if you're able to work from home and, and, and you're just working from home and you're not going to spend time hanging out with people, I get that. You have every right to do that. I'm not here to judge you. You're able to do that. Just know that I'm also have the choice. I also have the choice if I want to do that or not. And don't judge me if I, you know, still want to go out because I, I didn't care. I And, and some people are, like, oh, you're reckless. Listen, I was reckless before COVID. Again, BC. I was, I was, I was reckless. I'm, you know, somewhat reckless in general. And... Uh basically, you know, it's that attitude of I'ma do me, you do you, right? You do you, boo, I'ma do me. Alright. So I'ma leave you alone, you leave me alone. Whatever happened to that attitude, and and it it, it kind of correlates with COVID, and it's actually gonna correlate with all the things I kinda wanna talk about, is is that it's you know, you do you, I'm gonna do me. And with COVID, you know, like like I have this group chat where uh, you know, somebody would be like, oh, yeah, I got COVID and stuff. And people be like, oh, man, I'm I'm so sorry. To, yeah, quarantine and all that stuff. And then I'll have that one friend who'll be like, huh, like, that's why I don't go out and hang out with people and get my groceries delivered. And the first thing I think of is like, OK, good for you. Do you want a cookie? You want a trophy? Like, what, what was the point of that? I feel like you're dick measuring at this point. It's not pretty big at that point. I'm not going to say that to him, but like. I'm going to say it right here. It's like, it's not a competition. You want to be safe. You want to be safe, but don't judge the person that wants to, you know, kind of be reckless because, you know, kind of smack them a little bit if they tested positive and they're still going out. That's different. But for me, you know, I I wasn't afraid of COVID, getting COVID. I still went out to eat, still went out to places, wore a mask if I had to. And the moment I tested positive, or and started feeling it I, I was like you know let me play safe let me just stay home and that's exactly what I did I I, I my brother could attest to this I stayed home for fucking 2 weeks straight it, it sucked and but I did it like I I I was responsible now I get there are some people that are being irresponsible and yeah for them you know you not know, smack them a little bit don't smack them but uh but yeah but like don't judge somebody just because they got covid it's like oh you know that's why I I quarantined myself and all that stuff. It's like, oh okay. Do you want a cookie? <laughs> like what do you want? Oatmeal, chocolate chips, sugar cookie? We we got all kinds. You want a trophy? I'll go get you a fucking trophy. Dickwad. <laughs> Anyways. Uh that out of the way. Um So, uh, moving on. Hedge fund, GameStop. did, did you guys hear about this story? Now, if if you haven't, I'm not really gonna explain it uh, too much. I'm, I'm I'm the worst person to probably explain it. Uh, I'm gonna try to simplify it a, just a little bit. But if you don't know, I do recommend you know going on YouTube. There's there's thousands of people talking about it. A um, bunch of articles about it. Main thing to take away from this is it's fucking hilarious. It's it's just it's funny because like it's kind of a David versus Goliath story. Not really. Like people are just saying that, but it, it's, it's just funny is what it is. Like, it's not a big deal. It really isn't. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I have an unpopular opinion about this, but, uh, I'm gonna get to that. But, uh, the main thing is like, if you don't know what's going on with the, the, the GameStop story, look up the term short selling, uh, you know look up that term a uh, main thing to take away it's it's not illegal it's just a technique it's it's again it's not illegal it's just a technique it's it's both high risk high reward um in in the whole stock market kind of deal um but the simpler the simplified version of this story is uh these hedge fund wall street you know guys you know like millionaires and and those basically wall street sharks kind of stereotype you've seen in hollywood movies and and whatnot like wolf of wall street and stuff like that basically those type of guys uh they decided to short sell the GameStop stock that's a hard word to say GameStop stock say that three times fast i'm not going to i was so tempted to do it but i'm not going to uh anyways so they decided to a uh, uh, short sell the GameStop stock and the Reddit people, like the common f- folks, they caught wind on um, what they were doing and they decided, like, yo, let's buy you know, a bunch of GameStop, GameStop stock, Jesus, GameStop stock, they decided to buy a whole lot of it, now that there's memes of like, you know, hold the line and all that stuff. A stock that went from a stock that went from i think i think like five ten dollars somewhere around that range to the highest i saw was like 320 it could have probably went even higher that's just the last time i saw it at was 320 uh i checked i checked on it like about a couple of days ago and it was at 190 so i think it's now it's going down uh which it's bad for the common folks and good for the wall street people uh but yeah there's just talks of like you know the common folks like oh hold the line because basically the wall street they borrowed a bunch of uh the stocks and eventually depending on you know their contracts with the clients they have to return that stock and and uh but they they sold it for a profit hoping that the price is going to go down cuz they thought it was going to go down but now it's up and yeah, I I try to simplify it, but I just went on a too long rant. But uh, but b- basically, it's just it, the the small guys. That's where I said the David versus Goliath story. The small guys, fucking with the Wall Street people and all that stuff, and you have awesome funny memes coming out like the hold the line memes several of that Um, my favorite one is the it's always sunny in philadelphia it's just like oh did somebody beat you at your own game kind of thing it's it's hilarious uh but dj you said you had an unpopular opinion on this matter what is it (sighs) hold on Yeah, so I have an unpopular opinion. I'm going to get so much hate for this. I don't care. That's my attitude. Um my question which it's it's I guess it's kind of the question of the day, except it's almost rhetorical because I I know the fucking answer. What's with the hate with the hedge like what's what's with the hate on hating on the Wall Street guys, the hedge fund people? What's what's with the hate like and I say that Kind of rhetorical because I know what it is. It's it's jealousy. There's nothing, there's nothing you know complicated about it. It's just common folks, you know, hating on rich people simply because they're rich. Tell me I'm wrong. Of course you're gonna tell me I'm wrong, but because you won't admit it. It's it's just pure jealousy. They're just mad because they're they're rich. They have sports cars. They have expensive suits. They have you know slick back hair. It's it's just pathetic, and, and, again, the memes are funny, and, uh, you know, you know, disagree with me all you want, and that's, that's what I said, it's the whole, uh, you do you, I'ma do me kind of thing, it's like, you want to hate on the hedge fund people, you know, you go right ahead, it is a little bit annoying, though, like, because some of my friends do, do have that attitude, and I can't help but be like, what did they do to you? Did they do something to you? Did they steal your money and, and, and used it? No. Did they hurt you? Did they hurt your friends and family? No. Then what's with the hate? Why do you care? Side note. So I'm a, I'm a simple dude. I only care about three things in the world. These three things in this exact order. I care about my friends and family. I care about my money. And I care about my health. Just those three things in that order. Friends and family money, my health. That's it. If a certain issue arises, and it doesn't affect those three things, I I can care less. I'm, I'll have an opinion like, oh, man, that's great, or that sucks. But I'm not about to shed tears of joy or tears of hate because of it. And this hedge fund GameStop story is hilarious to me. It's, uh, you know, I'm not rooting for the common folks, and I'm not rooting for the hedge fund. People. I just think it's a funny story. Cause you know, it doesn't often happen and there's nothing to root for, uh, you do you, Oh, you, uh, the people who got in on the GameStop stock early, you know, they're, you know, you, you hear stories of, they made a lot of money. If you're trying to get into the game now, like (laughs) don't get into the game now. Like it's, it's worth, like, I I don't know how much it's worth now, but last time I checked, it was like one ninety. I think it's going down, so i I don't think you're gonna pro- don't take my advice. I'm just a dumbass uh in his opinion anyways but it's it's just the attitude i don't I, I just don't like the whole oh I hate a certain types of certain types of people because basically they're better than me uh kind of thing, even though they haven't done anything to impact said individual I don't hate the uh wall street and 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 if somebody were to be like dj you need you need hate on the wall street people why they haven't done anything to me they haven't hurt any of my friends and family or rosie she's family uh they haven't stolen my money and they're not affecting my health i don't care (laughs) simple as that and i don't care about the common folks same thing they're not affecting those three rules i do not care so this story is hilarious to me, but yeah, when my friends are just like, no, uh, I hate them uh, because all they do is sit around and, and, you know, trade stocks and, 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 and screw with other people and all that stuff. Show me how they're screwing with you. And, you know, you might have something there, but other than that, you're just like, man, I hate these wall street people. I'm begged to ask the question, what do they do to you? Did they touch you? You know what? let's 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 do a little exercise show me on this great ape vegeta where they touched you because obviously they did something to you all right so you know did they did they nibble on your ear did they do bad stuff to you did they do inappropriate things to your mouth come on this is a safe space you can tell uncle dj come on like i'm gonna point to a certain body part You just uh, give me a little light cough if they touched you there, you know? No, no. They didn't do anything to your no-no square. They didn't do anything to your special bathing suit spot, did they? Come on, this is a safe space. We can talk about this. (laughs) DJ, what are you doing? This is inappropriate. Look what you're telling your audience member. Oh man, you're right other DJ. I'm so sorry what what am I doing I here I am holding great 8 Vegeta and telling and they're probably getting the impression that I think that they're all you know ripped monkeys no damn it how dare I you know I can do better I'm sorry guys I can do better you don't deserve that you're not a ripped monkey no I'm so sorry no let me fix this I'm so sorry about this this is probably more accurate you're probably more like Boo, right? It's like looking in the mirror, right? Look at that—it's it's uncanny. <laughs> now, did, did they did they do anything to your little cheeks? Did they little pinch it? Did they did they rub your little belly again? Did they touch you in no no places? Did they did they? Oh no! Did they do something back there? No. DJ, what are you doing? You're gonna get canceled. Oh my God! He told the world he thinks they're fat. Oh no. Fat shaming, no, canceled, canceled, unsubscribed. Oh, I can already feel it. (laughs) Two episodes in and I'm already gonna get canceled. This episode's gonna get pulled. No, what am I doing? Bad DJ, bad, bad. How dare you? I'm sorry, I have no filter. I don't care. Anyways. (laughs) oh that was so bad i'm so sorry i'm not sorry but like i'm anyways moving on rosie wasn't amused either i probably practiced that joke several times (laughs) oh man anyways moving on that's my whole little rant on the thing. I, I don't hate on hedge fund people. I don't hate on anybody who... i have not rich. I've never been rich. Maybe never will be rich. I don't hate on somebody simply because they're rich wherever they are in life. I do not care. Again, if it doesn't affect those three things, just don't care. You do you. I'ma do me. Moving on. So, number three, backstory. Um... So I know I talked a little bit about it uh in episode 0. Uh but I I kind of want to go a little bit more in depth about this. Um I before I even get started, uh let me say this. One all joking aside, you know, even with the bad jokes and the bad puns, uh I do appreciate you guys watching and and if you guys are subscribed and all that stuff, I really really do appreciate it. Um that being said, what I'm about to say here, uh, it is a little bit for you, like, it, it, you know, uh, you know, you might be able to relate and, and all that. stuff. maybe I'll say something that, you know, might help you, maybe not. Uh, and this is just for entertainment purposes, uh, you know, but at the same time, I'm mainly saying this to leave myself a digital footprint because, uh, you know, like. I want to, I want to leave something that I can easily look back at and, and, uh, you know, reflect on and cause you know, I, I'm i I'm a happy individual. I'm a, I'm an optimistic person naturally. And, but there are days like that, you know, it might happen tomorrow might happen a week, a month, a year, who knows, but there's going to be a day where I'm going to feel down. That's inevitable. And maybe I'm gonna be silent about it, like I'm not gonna let anybody know. And I kind of, I kind of want to leave myself again a digital footprint where I can look back at it and be like, no, 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 I was, I was, I was happy then. I was, I got to be that DJ again. I, if I, I was that way once, I could be that way again. So, so that's mainly what I'm about to do now. So a little bit about uh my backstory. First thing I want to say is. Um, So I'm 28 years old and I just started school for the first time, like, you know, first semester, first year student and, uh, you know, in the hopes to become a a dental hygienist. And I know that there are some people out there right now that, you know, was probably in the same boat as me. It's it's not hard to imagine. Uh, I had this thought when I was 24 years old. I remember it so vividly and I cringe every single time I think about this and like, it makes me sad, but at the same time, it makes me happy because it, it just shows that I I've grown. It just, uh, I don't like to think of myself that I was ever really weak, but looking back at that, I was, I was not only weak, I was stupid because when I was 24 years old, I remember having this thought I was hanging out with friends, just bitching about my life. Uh, you know, still being, I was at a this like low class chain restaurant, and you know, I was just bitching about my life, and my friends just like, you know, you could always go back to school, and I and I said this, and I just, oh my god, every time I think about it, I just want to slap myself. I said, nah, it's too late for me to go to school. I'm 24 years old. It's too late. What the? F- why? And the sad thing is. It, it's such a common thing. I've hear it all the time, and and I'm not gonna act all high and mighty. That like, oh man, how could anybody say that? No, it's I'm mad that it's n- almost normal to say that. You know, like you 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 guys pro- like maybe you didn't say it yourself, but you know other people who've said things like that, like oh, it's too late for me, kind of things. Like no, no, it's not. Like you're still young, and even if you're not young, it's not too late. It's never too late. And it's not too late unless the only way I can picture is unless like, oh, it's too late for me to go to a two year school, or four year school, unless a doctor literally told you like, yeah, you're going to die in like two months. Then in that case, it's it's probably a little bit too late. But unless you're in that small category, it's not too late. I don't care what your age is. And I know there are people older than me that, you know, have that feeling, especially, you know, if, if they have kids and, you know, th- they have responsibility. I get it that it might be harder for certain individuals, but it's not too late. That's, that's the main takeaway. It's not too late. And, oh man, but I, uh, yeah, I used to have that mindset. Like, no, it's too late. I'm 24 years old. I'm 24 years old. I'm still young. I'm 28 now, but I was 24 at the time when I had that attitude. So you know what changed? Why you know four years later I'm in school. So what changed? <laughs> so it's it's kind of a long story, but I, I, and and quite honestly, kind of boring. But I, I'm just gonna give you basically the spark notes of it. So maybe one day I'll, I'll go into more more details if you guys want me to. I'm not gonna do it if you don't want me to. Um, but basically, uh, so I need to highlight. Just these three years, and and I think I think it's important. Um, so in twenty eighteen, I lied four years real quick. Twenty seventeen, um, and any all the years before that, I wanted to be an actor. You know, I I did uh, I was in part of the drama community in my high school. You know, everybody wants to be an actor, and and, and that class nothing wrong with that uh so you know when the traditional route worked at a restaurant th- knew that school wasn't going to be for me like after high school and I was like no I just want to be an actor I know it's going to be hard but you know I'm a grind for it no oh, excuse me so that was that like I, I I I wanted to be an actor all throughout and to 2017 I started like you know kind of giving up hope started like not knowing what to do next kind of thing I still lived with my parents and I didn't feel like I was ahead I felt like everybody else at my age at you know around in 2017 everybody was moving on in life and you know it, it started making me you know kind of be insecure a little bit so that was that so now I shifted in 2018 I had this new mentality where I was like I consider working at a restaurant my personal hell. You know, make jokes all you want. That's literally my mindset was, I don't want to be at a restaurant anymore. But I think this is all I have to offer. So I decided to go from a chain restaurant to, like, one of the best fine dining restaurants in, in Georgia and Atlanta, uh, Bone Steakhouse. Shout out to all my friends who are still there. Shout out to you, Chef Leonard. Um, so yeah, like, I, I just, uh, uh, I decided to, you know, upgrade, I, I said this, you know what, if I'm going to be in hell, I might as well make some money, so I had that attitude, kind of gave up on, you know, being an actor, and stuff like that, and decided, you know, let me just go work at a fine dining restaurant, let me make some money, let me be able to afford to move out, and just, I was in survival mode, I was just like, let me just tackle the day as it comes, kind of thing, I, I didn't have any you know, future plans really sucked, uh, so that was my mindset, then in 2019, uh, my brother and my sister-in-law, um, you know, she got pregnant, and, uh, they were doing the gender reveal, and the, and the, uh, baby shower, and most of my friends worked nine-to-fives, and so they hosted it, they hosted the party on, uh, on Saturday, and obviously, when you work at a restaurant, you basically forfeit your weekend. And so, you know, I missed it. And it really it really hurt. And at the time, I didn't know I, I was still wasn't thinking about school. It just but I knew that I didn't want to work at a restaurant anymore. I had to do something. And I was just like, man, I'm, I'm going to miss more events like this. Uh, most of my friends get together and hang out, play board games and stuff. But it's mainly on the weekends. I can never go. And yeah, just like it just the more I thought about it, the more it made me sad. And also, uh, I went from having a huge social life to literally no social life. uh, When I upgraded to fine dining, I went from working like, you know, four days a week to working six days a week. And sure, I was making money, but I couldn't hang out with people. And like I couldn't really pursue acting in my eyes anymore so I was just like kind of like what's the point so that basically that was my mindset I'm not saying like oh I was right or oh DJ why didn't you do this we can play what ifs all we want the point is that was my mindset I don't have a time machine if I have a time machine maybe I'll you know do something different until then until you have that shut up and if you do have that email me let's talk (laughs) so so yeah, anyway, so I I wasn't thinking about school, but I knew I knew how to do something different. Then come then comes January 2020, and I'll always remember this. I mean, it was only a year ago, but I will always remember this day uh just cuz oh man. So let me let me take the time. Let me let me paint the picture. Let me make it dramatic. Even though it really wasn't dramatic. It was dramatic for me, but it was it's not so dramatic. Anyways. So, uh, at the restaurant, they do, you know, like any other company, like semi-annual reviews and stuff like that. And uh, mine came up of January 2020. Sat down with the GM. It was just him and me. And uh, him and I. <laughs> him and me him and i and you know we sat down and we were talking about like uh you know things that to improve on things you have improved on uh you know you know how uh, reviews goes and then one of the questions came comes up and and the question is what do you what's your plan what's your goal for 2020 so uh I was a server's assistant at the time. What's a server assistant? Just a glorified busboy. Um what's a what what does a busboy do? You're just a professional bitch to a server. That's all it is. Uh servers at bones are still professional bitches. They just make more money. And and because of that fact they like to swing their little ego dicks around. Little tiny little ego dicks. That's right. Shots fire. What's up? Do something about it. <laughs> Anyways so uh so yeah i was a service assistant and i wanted to be a server i i had again before COVID. i had my mindset like oh probably around uh the springtime like march april i think i'm ready i've been there for two years now i think i'm ready to get promoted so gm says what's your goal for 2020 and i said well sir i think around march i wanted." to take a shot and try to be a server and he says you're not going to be a server in 2020 shakes his head looks away is like you're not going to be a server in 2020 and oh man like i wish i had a pencil i'm not going to break my pen but inside like i i've snapped before like both internally and externally but uh, i something really snapped inside me now i didn't express this outside when he told me that when he said, you're not going to be a server in 2020. Outside, I was like, literally like this. And I was just like, yes, sir. You know, stoic, nonchalant, whatever. Inside, however, <sighs> from, I'm about to drop a volley of F bombs. So you've been warned. I'm going to give you three seconds. Three two, one, three, two, one. Inside, I was like, you're not going to be a server in 2020. Inside, I was like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this building, fuck this place, fuck this play, fuck this silverware, fuck your bread, fuck your steak, man, fuck your suit. Oh, I was just so fucking angry. I was just like, mmm and just this rage, just freaking super sane kind of rage inside me. oh my god just sorry Rosie, you knew where you signed up for it. I was just so fucking angry and it, it, I, I literally in in five seconds inside, kind of like the movie inception where like the outside world uh five seconds in the dream world is like five hours. I went through it all. I saw every possibility. inside inside I was I, I, I was angry, I was depressed, I was confused, I was scared. I was all these negative things inside me. And then finally, in that last second,, whew, I was free. I was happy. And it was such a weird feeling. And I could still remember, I'm still feeling it a little bit today, like reminiscing. I was just free. And even though I was happy because I was free, like I knew this one without a doubt in my mind. I was still a little bit scared. Because me, I'm I'm a person that likes to think three steps ahead. I'm not an overthinker. I just think really fast. I think of like... Oh, you know, if A happens, then I'm going to do B. If C happens, I'm going to do D. I just think ahead. In that moment, when I snapped and I was finally free, I was happy, but I was still scared because I was like, shit, I don't I don't know what to do. Like, I'm happy because he, my GM finally cut the ties that I had, you know, towards the restaurant. And because truth be told, I didn't want to be a server. How many of us have worked at jobs that, you know, we're trying to get promoted. We're, you know, jumping through fire, trying to get promoted, stressing ourselves out. But we don't even really want to be there. We just want to get promoted because we might as well, because we're here. We're making good money. And we're just like, this is it kind of attitude. I, that was me. And... That was a year ago. That wasn't too long ago. That was a year ago. And yeah, I was, I was happy, but I was scared because I I didn't know what to do. Now I, after our review, it's like, all right, you know, sign, sign the paper, walk out. I go up to chef and again, shout out to you, chef Leonard, chef Leonard he was like my second dad. This dude is, you know, fucking awesome. And, like, he... We had this joke. Like, he would always haze you and and all that stuff. But every time he hazed me, like, it was, you know, out of love and all that stuff. We had this joke saying that if he didn't haze you, if he didn't mess with you, then you were nothing to him. Like, he couldn't care less if, if you left and stuff like that. So... Uh, you know, this guy would always mess with me and I, I would always know out of love. And then, but in moments in seriousness, I can go, go up to him and talk to him and be like, Hey, uh, in all seriousness, I need to talk to you. And he'd be like, he put on a serious face. What's wrong? What's what's happening? Like, he really does care about you. So he was like my second dad. And so I, I go up to him and head down and he was like, what's wrong? And I was just like, chef, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I mean, I'm not about to quit right now. I'll, I'll put in my two weeks honorably, but I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it's eating at me. I I, I I can't I can't do this anymore. And but I don't know what to do. And he was like, what do you want to do, though? And it just like popped into my head out of nowhere. I was just like. I think I want to go to school. And immediately he goes like computers. I was like, "What?" he was like, computers. Uh, you know, it's a good job. You know, computers not going away. It's just getting more advanced. There's good money in it. You know, computers. And he was right. You know, there's not nothing wrong with computers. But I knew I, it didn't it didn't click for me just yet. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll think about it. So I went home to my then roommate at the time, uh, Stephen, and I told him the same thing I told Chef. I was like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. And so, you know, we went on Google. We we try to you know, take my personality and see like what what I would fit in and and stuff like that, went through a whole list of things. And then dental dental hygienist came up, you know, read the whole uh, overview, the pros and cons. And I was just like, hmm, it resonated with me. There's something that clicked with that. I was like, you know, I, I like that. But I, I still had to run it with with chef. Like I, I kind of needed his approval. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, chef, what are you? What do you think about dental hygienists and he was like teeth ain't going away son that's 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 also good like you're good with people you could be good on one-on-one definitely like teeth ain't going away and i was like all right I'm, i'm gonna go for this so uh so that was that that was my mindset you know to you know finally go back to school my brother he's a math teacher he was like all right man well uh you're gonna have to retake the sat's i'll help you and so together him and I we studied you know all summer long and you know kind of kind of brought up my speed and then yeah I applied to school in like what September and then at the end of October finally got that acceptance letter and I was just like oh yes the happiest I could be um so so yeah and and then this podcast real quick uh so this started Kind of as a fluke, uh, so in November it was like shortly after Thanksgiving, uh, I was hanging out with a bunch of friends, and uh, you know we're just laughing, reminiscing, having a good time. One of them was like, "Oh man, this is the kind of stuff that you know you would hear on a podcast or see on a podcast." And then I said something along the lines of like, "Oh man, I've always wanted to you know start a podcast." And then a friend of mine, his friend who now that I'm thinking about it, fuck, I should have tried to reach out to him to find out his name so I could give him a proper shout out, but in any case, this is a shout out to you, dude, uh, you know who you are, and when I find out your name, I'll give you a proper shout out in a future episode, anyways, (laughs) now I feel bad, so, uh, so he said, you know, do it, just start, and I was like, ah, you know, all those excuses, you oh I don't have the equipment, or oh, I don't really have the time, or what could it? And he was like, eh, shut up, just start. And again, I was still coming up with excuses, and he he was just not having. It. He was not taking no for an answer. He was like, just, just start. And then he was going through it logistically, like how I could do it, and and he was right. He was he was absolutely. I was just my biggest enemy was literally me. You know, I was the one putting myself down, and you know, uh, when I announced, "All right, cool," you know, I think I could do this. Reached out like on Facebook to some friends, and they were willing to help me out. Everybody was being super supportive. I I am lucky. I do have awesome friends and family. Like, uh, (laughs) on a random note, that whole like kind of memes of like, oh, you know, I'm surrounded by fake friends. No, I honestly have. Some of the best fucking friends and family in the world. Uh, I've never once felt lonely. Uh, Always felt loved. So shout out to all you people. I just got sappy for a little bit. But anyways, it's real. Um, So yeah, that that was that. that. Um, And, you know, I I decided, all right, I'm going to do this, you know. And, you know, long and behold, here I am. Now, it may not be the greatest podcast in the world and things can always get approved on. But that's one thing he was telling me was he was like, man, fuck all these, like, you know, the professional YouTubers, fuck like Joe Rogan and stuff. They got there over time. We, we always focus on where they are now. We never focus on their beginnings. Just start. You're going to improve. And, and you know, I can go on and on. And, and as cliche as they may be, he was he was absolutely right. And that's the thing I kind of wanted to t- uh, uh, talk about a little bit. And and it kind of correlates with you know the whole COVID and the GameStop It's like you do you do you I'm gonna do me kind of attitude. You really do need to have that like kind of confidence. All right, you know what? Fuck all those other people. Fuck you know the these successful people. That's great. They're 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 doing what they did. You know they invested in it and it worked out. That that's great. I'm gonna do me though you know, I'm not going to hate on their success, I'm going to do me, and, and honestly, like, it's, it's cliche as hell, but it's, it's cliche for a reason, it, it, because it's true, you know, there's some truth to it, and so, I kind of want to spend, like, the last part of the show (laughs) being, you know, a little, hopefully inspirational, a little bit, motivating you guys, uh, but so, here we go. D- just start, just do it. Like Nike, just fucking do it. I hope Nike doesn't sue me for that. Like, <laughs> um, just start, just start, just do it. it the thing is, cause I'm I'm still figuring it out. Like I I'm in school. I'm doing this podcast. This is the second episode. This isn't by far the greatest yet. Yet, but as I'm doing it, I can see the things to improve on. But I would never know what to improve on unless I started. You know, now going back to school, you know, I may be disciplined and I may have the confidence to, you know, uh, uh, and the will to, you know, go to class, and and all that stuff. But you know, I'm I'm improving like, oh, I need to get better at studying. I need to get better at this subject. I need I need to do this. But the only way I knew that is by starting. And so one thing I kinda wanna say is that, you know, I know some of us are lost. I know some of us are looking for a sign, you know, or or, or for somebody to say like the magic words for us to like Turn on the switch and be like, Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go get it. I-, I needed that. Maybe this is it, maybe not. But I'm here to tell you if you're looking for that sign, stop. It probably doesn't exist. You are your own sign. You need to choose to want that. And that's something you probably don't know. You pro- that's something that, you know, the world doesn't tell you enough is that you need to make the choice. You're powerful enough. You're smart enough to make that choice. It's not, in. and the funny thing is, it's not complicated. It really isn't. And and I can see that, again, going back to when I was naive, 24, thinking that it was too late for me to go back to school, to versus now, 20, 28, we all think, especially when we're young, and especially even you know when we get older, no matter what, we always think, We know how the world operates. We think we know enough. We think, oh, there's not, I know everything kind of attitude, especially when you're a parent and have kids. It's like, oh, I know everything. No, no, you don't. And you're never going to know everything. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, pursuing more knowledge and to say sometimes, you know what, maybe I'm wrong. And... Man, damn, I was wrong when I was 24 to have that mindset thinking that, oh, it's too late. Things I could have accomplished now. But when I was 24, I still made a choice. I had two simple choices. Go to school or just keep bitching about life and and, and keep doing what I was doing. I, I chose the latter. I chose that. And we make choices every single fucking day. We make these choices. And you always hear, oh, well, DJ, it's easier said than done. No. It's easier said and done. And done. I'm serious. It's easy to give up. That's easy. You know what else is easy? Choosing to go to school. Choosing to go to work. That's easy. You know? Why do you go to school so I can get a better education? Why do you go to work? Because, you know, I want to get paid. We make these choices and we have reasons why we make these choices. They're not hard at all. The choices is not hard. To make these choices. aren't. Now, it's not to say the obstacles aren't going to be hard. Of course they're going to be hard. and And good that they're going to be hard. Things that are hard are worth having. Things that are easy are not worth having. I don't think there's name me something that's easy and it's worth having. No. If it's hard, it's worth having. It's worth pursuing. Screw what your neighbor is going through. It's like, oh man, we're going through the same thing except, you know, they're having an easier time. Screw that. Let them do them. You do you. Stop focusing on somebody else's path. That's their path. Oh well. Focus on your path. And and you know what? Be grateful that it's even harder, that if you know for a fact that you have it harder than the person next to you, start saying good. I'm a competitive soul, but I, I, I like competing with other people, you know, in friendly competitions. But at the end of the day, they're not the ones I'm really competing with. I'm competing with myself. DJ yesterday was worse than the DJ today. And the DJ tomorrow is going to be better than this DJ. I'm constantly trying to better myself. And you should too. But you got to choose that. And the only way to choose that is to, you know, realize your options. And it's only two options. Give up and and just bitch about it and continuing on what you're doing or do something about it. You can still bitch about it while you're going through it as long as you're not giving up. But you got to do you. Stop focusing on other people. Do you? It's easier said and done. I'll die on that hill. Uh, like if 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 somebody's you know scoffing at me and saying like, "Oh, such a naive thought." You know what? Good. I want that naive thought. Oh, no, DJ, it's gonna be hard. Good. I want it to be hard. I want it to be hard because it's going to feel that much more rewarding when I finally achieve it. Good. And you should too. Just focus on you. Don't worry about your neighbor. Focus on you. It's going to, because it's going to make you that much tougher. And especially when you're going to have kids, because when you have kids, I don't have kids. Rosie is the closest thing I have to a kid, but I don't have kids. But when I do and, you know, my future wife and stuff, hopefully she's going to have that same thing. Like, you know, she's going to go through struggle, learn from them um, and, and be a tougher person because of that. And together, her and I, when our kids struggle, we're going to be able to comfort them, to let them know like, hey, listen, what you're going through right now, it sucks. It truly sucks. But I know it's going to get better. Why? Because I went through it. I went through it and you know what, maybe at the time we wish somebody would have helped us a certain way and it, and it sucks that, you know, no one helped us, but now we have that knowledge. Now, when we have kids, it's like, I'm not going to let that happen to my kid. I'm going to help them. I'm going to, I'm going to give them the resources I didn't have at that time. I'm going to help them out. And that's, that's the whole point, but you don't, you don't get that resolve unless you go through that struggle, unless you start looking at your struggle and saying, good. Good, I, I I suffered through that time, and I came out as a stronger person. You, the trick is you just can't let it beat you. Like I said, I'm leaving this as a digital footprint because I know one day I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that pick-me-up, and I'm going to look back and see myself having this attitude, and I'm going to be like, man, I was like that. Why can't I be like that? You know what? No, screw it. I'm going to choose to be like that because I always have the choice. You always have a choice. Either give up and and dwell in your sorrows or do something about it. Choosing that is not hard. Going through and now accepting the responsibility and the pathway and the things you're going to go through, that's going to be tough. And like I said, you just have to have that attitude. Good. Good. Because I'm going to come out of this stronger. So, I'll leave it at that. You guys are way stronger than you realize. You always have a choice. You're always in control. It is easy to make the choice. It is. Don't, don't kid yourself. You, you, even if you disagree with me, what, what is it benefiting you to disagree with me? To say, like, oh, well, DJ, you're just being naive. I know the truth. You know the truth, so you're always going to, you know, give up. Please don't have kids then. <laughs> oh, listen, little junior. uh, Don't listen to what DJ has to say. Uh, it It's hard. It's hard to even choose. And just, yeah, it's easier to give up, and it's better to give up. Like, no, what? I... <laughs> I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it's whatever. Uh, But you know what? What I say isn't even right. And it's not even original. You know, it's just cliche. It's, you know, but they're real. But even if you hear what I have to say, it's not perfect. But maybe it's just enough to have somebody listen to it and say, you know what? You have a point, but I'm gonna make it better. That's fine. Like uh, I'm, uh, what I'm saying isn't like can't be improved on. So, you know, I'm, maybe I won't change the world. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm not even trying to change one mind, but maybe, maybe what I have to say is like a stepping stone for somebody to be like, I see what you're trying to do. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna run with it. I'm gonna make it better. And then whatever they get out of it, and if they're able to spread their word and way better than I could then good like I don't need that whole oh yeah I started that I don't need that ego trip I'm I'm fine but I do want to hopefully improve you know I want to improve myself first and foremost and if I can help somebody else and 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 you know not know it and and you know not revel in the glory that that's fine too but like I was saying is I'ma do me, you do you. I'm not worrying about my neighbor. I'm worrying about myself. I mean I'm in class with several other students. If you know if they want to get together and study, we'll study together. We're a team. But at the end of the day, I'ma do me. I don't I don't care about their opinion. I don't care that you know their struggles. I don't care if they have it easier than me. I'ma do me. I'm gonna focus on it. I hope it's hard for me. Oh, I. Before I go, I know, I, I know, I'm making this longer than what it has to be, but let me. I'm gonna say this. I'm not looking for any like you know comfort or or, or sympathy, but kind of going with the whole start looking at struggle and saying good. I also want to say that right now, right now, I am scared. I am terrified. That I'm going to fail. Like, that doesn't really leave my thought. Now, I say that not for, you know, my awesome friends and families to be like, Oh, no, DJ, hang in there. I'm with you if you're scared. Like, I, I, let me know and I can help you in some kind of... No, no, no. If anything, I don't want anybody to say that. It This isn't a cry for help. I have this fear. And in a way, I smile to it because... It's enough to make me look at, all right, this is the worst case scenario. I can't let this scenario become reality. I just can't. So I'm doing whatever I can to prevent that. But I am scared. I'm scared that this can become reality. So I'm doing everything to, you know, to prevent it. Just enough fear is good. Too much fear and it can paralyze you, and then can make that bad real- that bad scenario into reality. So right now, this is my final thing. If you are scared, say good to that too. It, it, if it doesn't paralyze you, if you're scared, if you're scared and you know you need an ally, reach out to an ally. Summon whatever energy, any courage you have, and reach out for an ally. But if you have just enough fear have that be your motivator have that have that be the fire that lights under you to get you moving you know fear isn't a bad thing fear can be a bad thing it's a double edged sword for 100% it's a double edged sword but i am scared i'm not going to act like I, I may be confident and optimistic but i am scared for sure but i'm kind of glad that i'm scared because it lets me know that i'm in reality that that bad scenario can happen if i don't do something about it and though i have loving friends and family and and i know they're going to shower me with support all that no disrespect to them all that doesn't matter if i don't follow through because what can happen and and this skip this honestly does scare me is that Say one day I just I I badly snap and I quit on becoming a dental hygienist. I I quit on this podcast. I just start quitting consistently because I let fear take over because I let doubt take over. Then anytime I try to have a good news like, oh, I'm going to become this. No one's going to believe me. It's going to be Boy Cries Wolf. Uh, you said that about dental hygienists. oh you you said you were gonna be consistent with your podcast uh oh, like what's to say this one's gonna be real which what's to say that this one's gonna stick? you know that I'm afraid of that, but in a good way, it's what motivates me to better myself, to study, to try to be consistent with this podcast. And that's it. If you, if you guys are scared, let that be your fire. Let that be your sign. Instead of looking at that fear as a bad thing, start looking at that fear as a good thing. Be like, you know what? Good. I needed that. You got to choose it, though. Stop looking for a sign. Maybe that's your sign. You're way stronger than you realize. I know that because I finally realized that for myself. All right. Long rant over. uh, Long episode. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Hopefully I will see you guys next week. Take care.